0: So, why did the Borg cross the road? Why? Because he assimilated the chicken. <laughs> <Ta-da>! oh.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Final Frontier, a Treksphere podcast for all of your fun fan film facts. Join, I am Bill Allen aka the guy in the red shirt uh, joining me is our fearless leader Adam Mullen hello and our special guest the captain of the USS horizon Paul Lang hey
0: good morning
2: is it is it I thought it was discovery
0: it is discovery horizon was the uh was the, the series action. yeah yeah, well, the ship, actually, that was the – it was called uh, Horizon was the, like, uh, vessel that I uh, – or the – the I guess the, the – the it was more of the, the vessel where the time was – uh time warp where the the guy, uh, the villain was there who was called the Horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, right, right, yeah. right. That was the and, uh, Iconian the planned, vessel. The Iconian vessel. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I... been a bit – <laughs> I, I love that.
1: I've actually watched it a few times. I really did enjoy. This, this, is, this is like a big deal fan film. I did enjoy mm-hmm. watching it quite a lot, and I, I apologize for calling it uh, <laughs> the USS Horizon instead of the USS Discovery. But you know, what with the new series and all, I didn't want to cause any kind of confusion. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> how is your uh can you do a pretty good english accent and do a malfoy impersonation for us we'll call you the captain of the discovery then
0: the cop- discovery yes i can't do a good british accent um <laughs> at least i i can you know maybe do cockney i can do you know mary poppins um so <laughs> that's about it <laughs> i
1: tell you that would have made him an even more terrifying death eater in those harry potter movies
0: yes absolutely oh if he was uh played by uh Dick Van Dyke. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, brilliant. It would have been brilliant. Yes. <laughs>
2: do we have uh, Do we have any news to talk about?
0: Um.
1: The um, next uh, short trek has launched.
2: Yeah, uh, the brightest star, or is it called the brightest star? I think it's the brightest star.
0: I think Did you see name. that, Paul? I actually saw last night parts of a lot of them, so I did a little homework last night and I started looking over some of the new fan films, Um, you know, some of the ones that had come out, you know, recently after CBS did Mm -hmm. their guidelines, you know, just to see how, kind of how they changed, um, you know, see how it's kind of, you know, evolved somewhat. Mm -hmm. And so I saw that that one's out there. I didn't really catch all of them, so I apologize
2: uh, have you been uh, watching uh, Discovery?
0: I did. I did watch Discovery, and I and I watched it again last night. Okay. Of course, you know, I'll start watching Discovery, and I'll watch, like, an episode or two, and then I'll just flip right back over to the original series. Um, not <laughs> to say that I don't like Discovery. I do. Um, it's, you know, but as a lot of fans will tell you, it's just a little different. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a... Uh, you know, it's definitely um, a good series. You know, there's there's nothing wrong, whether or not you think that it's, you know, I guess uh, Trek at its core. <clears throat> you know, that's a debate that's happening every day. Yeah.
2: Are you uh Are you excited for the new Picard show?
0: The, yes, I am. As a matter of fact, I mean, just because, you know, you know, I love Patrick Stewart. You know, he's an amazing. Everything he does is great. Um, I loved The Next Generation, so, you know, of course, I'm you know, very excited um, and, you know, looking forward to it. I don't think it comes out for a wee bit.
2: Uh, yeah, for another year, it looks like.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I try not to get too excited. I'll, I'm sure I'll ramp it up, you know, in about yeah. nine months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so before we officially get into your interview, uh, I like to do a trivia question.
0: Okay. Oh, gosh. So,
2: (laughs) since since you're the captain of the Discovery, and that's from the Enterprise era, I thought I'd do an uh, Enterprise-type question. And I totally forgot to do this, so, like, you know, about ten minutes ago, I was like, okay, i got to find a question. So, this is my really quick question for you guys. You don't have to answer now. We'll we'll come back to it at the end. Uh, But what is the name of the NXO2 Columbia's captain? Is it Erica Hernandez, A.G. Robinson, Trip Tucker the Third or to Paul. Hopefully um, that's not too difficult.
0: Oh, it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Uh, you,
2: yeah, you, you have uh, a while to think about it. We'll, we'll get I'm, back to that at the I'm, end. that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Bill, anything to say before we we jump right into the interview?
1: Um, no, I guess not. I mean, I was going to start with a question if you don't mind.
2: Go, go for
1: it uh, I know it kind of throws off your whole flow but that's okay um, so you say when you're watching Discovery you flip over to the original series um but the fan film you starred in was for Enterprise um did you like Enterprise before you did the fan film or were you always more of a TOS kind of guy
0: Okay, well, you know, full disclosure, I'm not as much of a Trekkie as the vast majority of people who are on the set. Mm-hmm. So you really do learn, you get a little humbled when you actually do, um, you know, work with people who know canon inside and out. Um, and But I did do my homework, and I watched Enterprise, and I liked it. You know, I liked it. I thought, uh, you know, it had, um, you know, it... It had, I like the short form. I like the, you know, where each episode kind of has its own moral arc and storyline. That's one of the big differences, I think, you know, that you have nowadays is, well, with Discovery specifically, is that, you know, they're not necessarily standalones. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense?
2: Yeah. Right. So,
0: you know, like I can switch over. You can't really switch over and go, let's watch episode seven, you know, of Discovery if you haven't watched episode five and six. Yeah. Whereas, you know, with the other series and, and you, you can kind of hop in and out, you know. And so last night, you know, I, I watched uh, the last one that I was watching was Balance the Terror, you know, the TOS. And then I do switch over and I and I love, you know, Scott Bakula.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, I liked him from Quantum Leap. So, <laughs> uh, you know, and, uh, so I have always been a fan of his. Uh, you know, I'm definitely, I, I I definitely like the actors. I love the cast. I love Jason Isaacs, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he's a great he's a great actor. So, you know, that's I kind of I, I enjoy the acting abilities. You know, and then the storyline, of course, I you know I I love the storylines, but uh, Discovery for me was just a little, you know, it's just it's you have to watch the, from the beginning to the end. Yeah. So it's a little yeah. different. Yeah. So, I, I guess to answer your question, that was a politician's answer. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it's not my favorite, uh, but it's not the it's not my least favorite. You know, it kind of grew, I grows on you. That's the thing about enterprise, uh, the series. I think that you know you, you have to let the characters develop. You have to let them get fleshed out. You know, when you when I go back to watch TOS, I'm not watching it with fresh eyes or even next generation. you know, I'm not watching it, you know, for the first time. So all the characters, you know, I know them, and I know, you know, their backstories, and I can kind of, you know, just, you know, hop in and out where, um, you know, with Enterprise, you have to let that grow on you a little bit. I noticed that, you know, in the first couple episodes, I wasn't totally engaged, but as the series goes on, it does, it, it does, uh, it does grow on you. It didn't end well, you know, I, I, don't, I, um, <laughs> I don't think I enjoyed the ending too terribly much, but that's the reason why... Tommy loved, uh, you know, the Enterprise. That was his favorite series. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to wrap up a lot of the questions that were left hanging. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So how did you uh, first get into Star Trek?
0: Okay, so I was, I'm 50 years old. So I was born in 68. And so by the time I started, like, about 9 or 10 years old is really when I think Star Trek started to gain um, a more of a, a cult following, more of a mm-hmm. you know diehard following. It, it didn't happen right away. I mean, of course, I was just born, uh, but you know, Star Trek really started to you know blossom, and that's what I watched when I was young. I watched shows like Star Trek and The Outer Limits, and um, you know, the uh, Night Gallery, and you know these kind of you know shows that you know more uh, science science fiction and Star Trek was uh, part of basically every weekend. I'd sit down and watch some Star Trek, and that's so, how I got it. I mean, the James Kirk was a is a, was a hero, you know. Mm-hmm. Mine so don't know.
2: Yeah. so is the original series your favorite?
0: Uh, absolutely, by far. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> 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 you know. <laughs> it uh, I think you know you have a blend. They just hit it, a, a nice blend of drama of morality of really kind of like what i think i mean the next generation is darn close you know so you know the the, the cast of the next generation was phenomenal uh, but you can't really beat leonard nimoy you can't beat you know william shatner course. Hell, you can't beat those guys those guys you know they set the stage the uh the stories were compelling and you know it's just it's just good it's good television uh, do you watch the movies? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so I, I thought about, like, which one was my favorite, mm-hmm. okay? And, um, you know, of course, the one with the whales is phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but really, um, going back to acting, you know, The Wrath of Khan, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with Ricardo Montalbom, you know, it's just that one I will watch all the time. I don't care what it. If it what you know if it's on that's that's being watched it's kind of like the godfather <laughs> of science fiction yeah so yeah
2: uh what are your thoughts on the uh, the the three newest movies
0: i like them yeah and they're good movies so when i you know i'm more of um i was more of an actor than i am a trekkie so you know i've been acting in a lot of different other things besides star Trek, mm-hmm. and i i appreciate films that are You know, successful and well done. Now they keep blowing the ship up all the time. That kind (laughs) of little bums me out. Like why can't the ship make it through a single movie? Yeah, Yeah. But and boy, they can build them, can't they? They must just be chunking those things out. Yeah. Uh, I so is it is it more? You know, I I don't think it's has the, let's say it like the uh, emotional depth of you know the original ones, just because. You know, it's less, you know, there's there's morality involved, but it's definitely more eye candy, mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. Um, it's definitely more, you know, hey, hey, flash, flash, boom, boom, which is fine, you know. But the uh, when you look at the, you know, the characterizations in the original ones and the ones now, uh, I think the cast does great. Carl Urban, I think, nails bones. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and, of course, I met him, and he uh, I met him one day coming out of the SAG office, and he... <laughs> You know, we talked a little bit, and he, um, <clears throat> he definitely enjoys it when people come up and start throwing a little uh, Star Trek at him. You know, so, <laughs> that's good so to hear. I like him. I like him. Yeah, I know people get upset, and some people like curse J.J. Abram. Yeah, but you know, he's trying to, at least he tried to bring in more people into the Trek first.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that's you know, as the you know the original Trekkies get older, like me. Um, you know, you, you wonder, are the new kids really getting, you know, is there a younger generation that's coming into Star Trek and, you know, diving into the universe? And, you know, it's, it's, that's one of the thoughts that, you know, I hope they do. I hope they can get the younger generation. Mm-hmm. And if that's what it takes, you know, is little Zoe Soldana. Hey, there you go.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bill, do you have any follow up?
1: As far as that goes, uh, which of the three did you enjoy most?
0: Okay. um, (laughs) I know that's really putting you on the spot, but... uh... Yeah. You know, Into Darkness, I think. And I know people are going to, like, groan. I can hear them. (laughs) Yeah, what the hell, man? (laughs) (laughs) I know, because I really like the Wrath of Khan, you know, Mm -hmm. in the original. And so wouldn't that be almost like Sacrilege? But (laughs) I like, uh, you know... Just from the standpoint of the action, the action of that one was, was you know, constant and kept you going. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the the first Star Trek of the, the reboot was was really good. I think Chris Pine does really well. I, I yeah. really do. I, I think he does well. I think he was a great cast. Uh, you know, they cast him well mm-hmm. to do yeah. it. But they're definitely... You know, if you were to rank all of them in order, I think you won't get to one of them until you're number like six, you know, maybe even after the whales. So um, that's the
1: one thing I don't get. Everybody always puts the whales so high on the list, man. I mean, it's
0: (laughs) it was was funny. I mean, there were a lot of good parts. And, you know, when you look at successful movies, um, humor always has to have a little part in it. You know, you have to have a little humor. Um, If you go dark like all of the DC superhero movies, you're going to just suck like all of the DC superhero movies. So, um, (laughs) where Marvel, you know, I mean, you look at theirs and, you know, they they just – it's basically a comedy with, you know, a lot of flashy bang-bang. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Bill, anything else?
1: Yeah, um – uh, so, you, you said you, you've you've acted in other things before. Have you done other fan films, or have you done, um, like, paycheck acting?
0: Yes, I have. So, uh, I actually got my first... Where am I, Is that right? I guess I have dogs. Oh, that's <laughs> Bill's. Oh, uh, okay. So, I got uh, my first acting gig from director Mark Forster did Quantum Solace, and that was opposite of Gerard Butler. Before then, i done a lot of indies and commercials. Uh, Detroit, when I was living there, had a film credit, and, you know, we had a lot of movies floating through, Chink Preacher, um, Real Steel, and that was a good time to be there, and then I did, um, I starred in a, a Lionsgate comedy as a villain, and uh, Pubs United, it's, it's a great movie, and, uh, you know, it's a good kids movie. So I did a couple kids movies. I did Pups United thrill ride. You know, I did, um, another movie called a girl like her, which, you know, was a, a critical success. It was about bullying. And so, um, I've done a lot of, uh, you know, I've done a fair number of films and paying films, paycheck films, so to speak. Bill. And, uh, what about, what about fan films? Have you, uh, dove into any of that anymore or uh after after horizon i mean what can you do you know uh (laughs) (laughs) i mean
1: you knocked it out of the park with the first one it's hard to top that
0: (laughs) you know exactly and you know when are you going to be able to really put together kind of the crew and the you know mainly the the director who's you know amazingly committed to that type of film um i would would i do one again absolutely i thought it was a blast. I love the reception. Um, I, you know, I love, you know, hearing from people. I literally will hear from somebody every week, you know, reaching out and saying, Hey, this, I love this. And of course then I go on to the YouTube just to hear the opposite side of it. And, uh, I can hear people (laughs) tell me how great I am on YouTube. They're lovely people. And, uh, but yeah, I, I would do it again. Um, I have since left Michigan, so Tommy's still back there. I don't know if he's actually going to do another fan film. He's doing his own project, mm-hmm. uh, right now Electron Blade, and that's going really well. So, um, yeah, I haven't really – I'm actually – if you can see the ocean there. So here in, uh – I've kind of sunk into the sand a little. I took uh, some time off because it's really nice just to go walk the beach and enjoy mm-hmm. my – Yeah.
2: So do you have a favorite fan film Um, besides yours, of course?
0: Okay. Besides mine and besides a couple of the other, you know, I'm going to go outside of Star Trek um, because I got to know a lot of the people, you know, during this, you know, not, not necessarily personally, but I got to know a lot of them, you know, during this, uh, you know, the Star Trek, the making of Horizon. And so there was a lot of great Star Trek at that time. I thought, you know, the, continues as was just a, a great series mm-hmm. um and so and uh, you know some of the people i met from action are too bad didn't it came out but that trailer was really nice mm-hmm. um but uh i you're gonna hate this i'm gonna go straight to star wars there's this <laughs> the, there was this one kind of a parody um in a sense it was a comedy called troops yes I don't know if you've ever seen, yes I love Boys. that one that one was just really top notch. I mean, just witty, you know, and done really well. Uh, that, that one I watched against, you know, I was thinking about fan films and I watched that one. That one's always fun to watch. And then there's, there's a bunch of, when we did, we later did with Tommy, we did another film, um, you know, uh, Runaways of Western sci-fi. I, I got into some of these Western sci-fis and there's, there's a number of those out there. And, um, Oh, I forget the name of the one off the top of my head, you know, but uh, there's a there's a lot of them when you actually watch Renegades. They're listed to the right. And uh, Mm -hmm. there's there's a couple of nice ones in there as well. So I do watch fan films. I watch. But, you know, and when I say fan films, you know, of course, fan films are coming off of, you know, um, movies or whatever. But I, I like short films in general. I like to see, you know, people making, you know, not only fan films, but original content hmm yeah there's a nice there's a nice with the up in technology you know, people are putting stuff out that is just amazing Bill oh, oh yeah, oh yeah um,
1: all right, so um I'm gonna steal another one of uh, adam's questions uh, <laughs> how how did you get the role of the captain in
0: uh, horizon? well, i auditioned for a role in a short film called extended slate extended slate was directed by Mark Bowers and Mark Bowers, you know, played uh, the Lieutenant on horizon. Uh, the first officer, uh, the, yeah, the first officer and extended slate was a comedy and Tommy was running the camera. And so, you know, we did it, we did the shoot. It came out really nice. It was funny. Um, Janine, is also in that you know she played my love interest Amelia in the, in the film,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and Tommy then one day you know just calls out of the blue, and he's you know I get on the phone and he's like hey I'm I'm making a a Star Trek film, you want to play the captain? He offered it to me and I'm like yeah sure, that sounds good. How long is the film? And he's like oh it's going to be feature length. I'm like, oh, and then and I said, so, and and how much is this going to be, you know, how much uh, CG are you going to do? Oh, 80, percent <laughs> <laughs> And so I was like, yeah, this kid's nuts. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, we, you know, I, I looked at some of his uh, previous stuff, um, you know, I, uh, you know, some of his prior work and it was amazing. And I said, why not? You know, I've got a year. And so, uh, you know. Took about a year, so from the beginning to the end to get a film. But that's how I got the role was from a comedy. Now what he saw in me, only Lord knows. But um, you know it was uh, he just came out and offered it right out of the blue, and so I said absolutely. Who wouldn't, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Do you have any fond memories while on set?
0: A, a ton of them. I, we had so much fun overall. Even the, even though the majority of it was done uh, in Tommy's basement, his parents are really sweet. Um, you know, we the, the cast, you know, between um, Tommy, the, the best was Tommy's relationship with our our makeup director, Vera. Those two just had you know loved each other and hated each other so much that it was just fun to watch. <laughs> and uh, that was cool. But the first day was the most memorable. Uh, the first day we actually shot outside. So we shot outside. It was October ish and it's in Michigan. It was cold. And it was the first time ever putting on the uniform, and the uniform could have used about two or three more inches uh, in uniform. And so you'll notice there's not a lot of below the waist shots because I probably look like I'm wearing a thong or something. It's just going right <laughs> up the middle of me, uh, way too tight. Um, and we were freezing because it's October in Michigan. And so you'll notice like a couple of the scenes, um, Ashley, you know, who who plays Marie. Uh, was really close to me and so we didn't want to like give an idea there was a love interest there it was just that we were freezing so we all stayed kind of close to each other mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that set the stage uh for the filming um you know that scene is the one where we actually land on the planet and you know he did a great job with it of course and that's that's what you know just really hooked us you know because mm-hmm. i believe he used some of that um to you know for the kickstarter you know, some of that for the Kickstarter video. So that was before Mm -hmm. he got, you know, what funding he did get. So, yeah, that Uh, was a great day.
2: So you said it took a year to film. Uh, How how many hours in a day would you be filming?
0: Well, Tommy was really good at, you know, keeping it moving. Mm -hmm. So, and we, you know, we all have jobs. And he lives in um, a small town near Albion or Jackson, Jackson, Michigan. And the majority of us come from Detroit. We did shoot some in Detroit in a warehouse. Um, You know, of course, we shot the outdoor scenes in Detroit and then we shot that house scene a little bit North of um, Oakland County, but there would have to be a drive involved. It would be on a weekend. We'd probably get a good, you know, six to eight hours in. And I believe overall, you know, even though it was filmed over the span of a year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I did about 11 days on set. Oh, wow. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's, when you get into the nuts and bolts, and if you're someone who understands filmmaking, and you know what goes into it, the the fact that he got it done is just amazing.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, the see, fact- I was going to, I was going to ask you about that. Now that you're a guy who's, uh you know, done both the, the professional film and the fan film um i know fan films they're running with uh, very little to no budget and a lot of people show up and they've never done this before i know you've told me uh tommy was working on this stuff before but uh are, were there a lot of things that seemed to be done differently in a, a fan film style or i mean did they nail this like these guys know how to run a real production or were there shortcuts or odd things they had to do to make it work?
0: <laughs> so, you know, I was on Batman versus Superman. I actually had a day on set there, and they spent more on craft services than Tommy had in his budget. So, the food, <laughs> the food is definitely better on larger films, uh, not gonna lie. But there's, you know, the fact that he got the lighting in place and the sound and the, you know, yeah, there's there's some things that they had to do to cut corners, but he understood one of the most important things about uh, filmmaking is that you have to have the full production. And so even though he didn't have a budget that comes close to anything that's done in Hollywood, um, you know, and, and even a lot of these fan films, maybe not so much now, but, you know, during that time period, there were fan films with some serious budgets, Mm -hmm. you know, they had, they had, you know, Action Art, for example, had a super large budget. Um, You know, Renegades had a nice budget. So those, you know, allowed for, you know, more production value. And that's really key. When you see a film, you know, you want to make sure you can hear it. You want to make sure you can see it. You know, you've got to have it edited right so that everything kind of blends. And you can tell that, you know, Tommy took the time. So what he lacked in budget, he made up for in his, his own efforts, in his time. That's the reason why it took a long time to get that film out, because he really was trying to be as perfectionist as possible. We did have some help from some sound guys in L.A. Um, Michael, uh, he helped out on the sound and did a wonderful job. So there, there was a team effort, you know, but really Tommy bore the brunt of it on his shoulders mm-hmm. and uh, made sure that the production value was sufficient to call it a film. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: were you uh were you blown away by how Horizon was received by the fans or you know were you surprised were you not surprised
0: Well I'm still kind of blown away you know yeah. I went and took a look at how a lot of the other ones were received and not to I'm not disparaging anybody but for some reason you know Horizon just stuck yeah. you know and it's you know now it's I think it's getting it's approaching 10 million views Uh, which is no mean feat, you know, for a fan film. Uh, That's, you know, especially for, I'd like to see like how many of those 10 million, you know, watch the whole entire film. That'd be interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, to know. But it definitely, you know, to this, every, I I go check about once every two weeks, I'll get on and I'll just look at the comments. Like I say, it kind of cracks me up a little. Mm -hmm. Um, And you, you can still see a lot of people seeing it for the first time. So what he something that he did uh, definitely brought viewership in, you know, and to way more than you'd see on any of the other ones. Even uh, the other fan films that were, you know, well done through the different, like, you know, the Batman fan films, this, you know, the Star Wars fan films. None of them have really reached that type of numbers yeah. um, for what we're seeing. I, I think it's just a testament to, you know, the, the the movie's a movie. It's an actual, full-fledged, fleshed-out movie.
2: Yeah. Bill?
1: Um, yeah, so, um, you know, a couple of things that made Horizon stand out, I think, was the fact that it was a Enterprise fan film. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- now, I don't want to go back to the whole what's-your-favorite-fan-film thing again, but if you had a choice, would you rather have uh, done, or would you like to do as a follow-up, a, a, an original series era film, or did you enjoy working on this one enough that you'd like to see more that are not your standard? Because everybody does the original series and, or Next Generation and that's it. Nobody really branches
0: out to the other film eras. Well, you know, the the dark side of me went mind DS nine. You know, I mean, that one was definitely a little bit, you know, darker than the rest, but I would, I would love to continue. I get, you know, I get a lot of people who send me these ideas. I don't know why they're sending them to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not that guy. The, you know, that's Tommy, but I'm, I'm sure he gets them too. And a lot of them want to see the continuation of, you know, the, the cast and crew from discovery. Uh, uh- the enter you know enterprise was at uh, that time period what i came to really uh love about that time period was it was before right before the federation was you know uh, mm-hmm. created and so you see a lot of you know a lot of it's, it's the the federation was young and that's the discovery was still happening you know everything was still new and fresh and that's kind of something that you you don't get necessarily, you know, with, um, you know, discovery. It doesn't come across as much as the, you know, everything's kind of new, you know, that was the original series was great because everything was kind of like first time they're contacting these people, you know, everything was, Oh, Hey, what kind of people are these guys going to be on this planet? And that's, that's, that exploration is definitely what enterprise you know, has going for it. And I'd love to continue to do that one. But like I said, DS9 was, has some really, really nice, uh, you know, episodes to it. Mm -hmm. But you're right. I actually wouldn't want to do just because it has been done so much, the original series. Um, You know, everyone does the original series and Star Trek continues. Like I mentioned earlier, they did it so well, you know, that's, that's, you know, how much more do we need? I'm like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So, how do you feel about CBS telling Tommy not to pursue a Horizon sequel?
0: I could understand them. You know, yeah. I, I'll say that. You know, that's their that's their IP. Um, they mm-hmm. need to protect it. Yeah. Uh, I think that that they really I, I, they could have done it better um, in the standpoint instead of just saying no, rather say here, do it this way, or or mm-hmm. you know reach out to in a different way, but there was, as it turns out, you know, the, the, the ship's name and all that being very similar to what had probably already been in the works, mm-hmm. you know, and made him a little um, cautious. The You know, that was the time period when, you know, they had the lawsuit going with uh, Axanar. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he just got caught in a bad time. You know, I don't think that it would have had that much of an issue, you know, had they not had that going on. Um, But then again, you know, I, you know, Tommy was, you know, uh, doing a Kickstarter and, you know, uh, trying to do a a full feature length film and they're protecting their IP. I have no problem with people protecting their, their property.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That being said, there's gotta be a market for them to attract their fan base. I think that's where they're not doing the best job in the world. You know, there is an established Star Trek fan base. You would think that, you know, Alan Kurtzman or, you know, these guys who are doing the shows would want to pull more of them in rather than go directly to trying to expand the fan base. That's just, you know, that's my opinion. You know, I know a lot of fans do love Discovery and I like Discovery, uh, but uh, I think the cbs hasn't done really maybe necessarily enough to you know bring the fan base into the franchise and allow them a little bit more uh, input so to mm-hmm. speak and and more and more content you know more content i, yeah, I don't I, know and i don't know because i didn't keep track of you know i kind of you know after it was done i i you know, did a couple other films and pulled away from it a little bit, but maybe you guys can speak to this. I don't know if, if there has been a decrease in the amount of content that's come out since the guidelines.
2: I think there's been an increase, I would say. Oh,
0: good. Yeah, increase, there, was a,
1: there, there was a little hiccup uh, right after the lawsuit and the guidelines dropped. Yeah. There was a little a little drop where people were just kind of uh, hunkering down and biding their time and then, yeah. uh, then it's, it's come back strong and they're like, oh, oh, People are saying, you can't make a 15-minute movie? Watch this. Hold my beer. (laughs) And off they go. Yeah. Or I guess we're talking about Trekkies, so hold my Romulan ale.
0: Hold my ale. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's good to hear. I I was kind of in that same mode. After all that had happened and everything, I just kind of pulled back and went to other projects. Haven't dived too much back into it, and I saw, you know, the – the advertisement for, you know, wanted people on there. And I said, oh, you know what? It's time to dive back in and talk a little Trek. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, what are some of those other projects you're, uh, you've done since or that you're working on now, if you're allowed to talk about any
0: of them? Well, um, right now, not too many projects, just uh, you know, full disclosure, more just commercials and typical acting stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I did like, in you know, you know, videos, industrial videos, but there is um, a friend of mine who I, I'm cast in a superhero film this time. Now, uh, it is an Asian superhero film, and which is kind of unique because it's all going to be, you know, a Filipino cast. Um, Justice Angel is the 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 lady. She's a friend of my wife's who reached out and knew that I was an actor and said, "Hey, do you want to play, um, you know, the lazy." kind of chunky cop. And I'm like, yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Typecasting Americans.
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'm "I'm in, you know, so there's that one. And, um, you know, but since then, you know, I did those, you know, I did the movies and Tommy actually did the CG on a movie that I did after that called thrill ride. And thrill ride is another kid's movie that came out. Um, has you know christian johnson from third rock in the sun she's in it mm. tommy did a wonderful whole cg sequence uh in there and so there's been some film since then and a lot of commercial work and now that i'm out here uh, i'm in san diego and there's not much acting in san diego it's, you'd think there would be because we're close to la but there isn't there because of the ocean everyone just goes and surfs all day long so <laughs> i love it here uh you know i'm i it's kind of dead. it's not good for your productivity though. So <laughs> <laughs> enjoying life a little.
2: Oh, that's not a bad thing.
0: Yeah, I did get some. There was one one script in particular that you know this uh, person's really wants to get, and it continues with the you know Captain Hawk, and you know it's uh, it's a it's kind of more of a standalone fifteen minute thing. So Ooh. that's you know another. Someone wants to make a nice 15-minute kind of continuation. Uh, we talked about it. And if it happens, uh, he's, you know, this cat up in L.A., then, you know, we'll see. You know, of course, we got to clear it with – I told him that he has to clear it with Tommy first. Yeah. Because even though, you know, it's CBS owns the IP to Star Trek, I think Tommy owns the IP to Captain Hawk. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, there's like a hierarchy thing. You you can't be posting another guy's fan film.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Even if he doesn't officially cover the
0: IP, that's just, you know, bad form. Hey, yeah. Right. And, you know, you know Tommy's going to bust one big soon, and he's going to look back, and Paul, you, <laughs> you went and made that stupid Captain Hawk parody. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, um, I wanted to ask you, since you're from Michigan, are uh, you a uh, – I'm thinking of another Michigan guy who made it good. Are you a
0: uh, Sam Raimi or Bruce Campbell fan? Oh, absolutely. Uh, both of those went to the same school that my kids went to. My son went to. daughter goes to school out here. Um, but, yeah, Sam Raimi, you know, I, and Bruce Campbell, of course, you know, is phenomenal. He's just hilarious. i love just. see, I, I watch everything he's in. Bubba Hotep is actually one of my favorite movies. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's just so good. Yeah, he plays
1: old, old,
0: old Elvis. Old, old, old Elvis. Yep, and uh, J.F.K. Davis Jr. and J.F.K. J.F.K. JFK. Phenomenal. Just a good movie overall. And, um, yeah, and they got their start the same way. You know, their start was, you know, it was, you know, an original movie. But, you know, that's what Sam Raimi did. He made a little... Kind of independent movie that took off, and next thing you know, he's messing up Spider-Man. So, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bill, yeah. do you have uh, you have any follow-up questions, or would you like to go to your lightning round?
1: <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let, let's let's go to the lightning round. If you're ready. Me?
0: Yes. yes. There's a lightning round. Let's do this.
1: Just just off-the-cuff, bizarre questions that'll make you uh, enjoy or hate me, depending on how fast you can answer. Ah, all right. All right. So, um, since you said you're an original series fan, um, I'll skip the Kirk versus Picard thing because that wouldn't be fair. It's obviously Kirk.
0: But I'm going to... You know what, though? No, not obviously. Actually... um. I liked Picard as a captain. You see, that's where I, I like the whole cast of TOS because of DeForest Kelly, you know, and, and, and Lieutenant Hurrow and, you know, and, of course, Leonard Nimoy. But if I was on a ship, who I, who would I rather have captaining the ship <laughs> it would be Picard. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's just because I think I'd feel a little safer with that guy than with Kirk running yeah. the house. Yeah, just,
1: Yeah. Well, Picard did get his ship blown up more in the series than...
0: That's true. Hey, can you guys see my camera really quickly? Yeah. Can you see my camera? You see that guy right there?
2: A walking stick.
0: Her. Yeah. I almost stepped on him. Oh, no. Like a step, stick. Let's see if he's alive. Is he alive? Hey, buddy. Oh, yeah, he's alive. I just stepped on him. Oops. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Oh. <laughs> All right, okay. Bill, would you like to continue?
1: All right, so he answered the card for Spicard. All right, uh, yeah, since you said you were a Bruce Campbell fan, uh, Briscoe County or Sam Axe? Briscoe County. Odd numbers or even numbers? Even numbers. <laughs> Captain Archer on Enterprise or uh, Dr. Uh, Sam Beckett on Quantum Leap?
0: Oh, Dr. Sam Beckett on Quantum Leap. <laughs> Star Trek fans just started throwing stuff at me. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I mean, he does do a lot of time travel either way. There you go. Uh, yep, absolutely. All right. And since uh, since part of Horizon dealt with ancient alien technology, I'll ask it um, Stargate or Stargate Atlantis. Hmm. Uh, Stargate.
0: All right. And never, that was... That was the lightning round. That was it? That I was survived. it. That wasn't even a thunderstorm. That was like just... <sighs> oh,
1: I'm hurt. <laughs> you stabbed me.
0: It's meant to be quick.
1: Just throw them out there and see what sticks. Yeah.
2: All right. So uh, let's go back to the, the trivia question. What is the name of the NXO2 Columbia's captain? Is it Erica Hernandez, A.G. Robinson, Trip Tucker Third, or Tapal? What do you guys think?
0: Well, we had a large discussion, uh, during the filming of horizon that there wasn't enough Hispanic representation in star Trek. Mm. So we actually wrote in a character and we would reference him all the time. Lieutenant Mendez. Um, that being said, I don't think it's Hernandez. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I always lean towards T Paul and everything that I answer. So, um, No, I'm going to go with Hernandez.
1: Yeah, I I remember it was a lady captain, so I think it was Erica Hernandez. I mean, it might have been A.G. Robinson, and she was played by Erica Hernandez, or it might have been Erica Hernandez played by A.G. Robinson. (laughs) But I'm I'm, going to go with Hernandez.
2: Yeah, so it's Erica Hernandez. Because she had that that relationship with um, with Captain Archer. Uh, So A.G. Robinson, I'm going to type in really quick uh, so I don't – get it wrong so I don't look bad um, if I can type here uh, I go to memory alpha for all my stuff um, oh boy I typed it in wrong okay so um, a oh it's AG not AB oh my goodness okay so AG Robinson uh, he was a pilot on the NX project uh, with Archer but uh, I think he yeah, he died so yeah it wasn't him
1: <laughs> uh, was, was he the guy who, who got blowed up doing the warp 3 thing
2: uh, let's see here quick search for warp 3 Early uh, warp, the maybe warp is. 4 warp 2 warp 1 maybe it's warp 2 uh, yeah it was something like that
1: yeah yeah, the, the flashback episode to the early days of the testing the engine and he pushed the envelope and got blowed up
2: yep <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what it actually says uh he was killed in an accident while climbing Mount kinley so it wasn't he, would, he wasn't blown up
1: <laughs> oh he wasn't the, okay
2: oh yep, yep never mind and uh then trip tucker is you know obviously enterprises engineer but he was the engineer on columbia for a time and then to was the first officer of enterprise so there you go that's the trivia well done.
0: Hey, got it right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Do we have anything else that we want to talk about?
0: Well, uh, just make sure that all the fan, you know, the fans, uh, send a link to Electron Blade. That's Tommy's new work. All right. Um, I think you'll like it. It's, uh, you know, original content, same outstanding CGs, uh, great story. Callie Bustle, who, um, played, uh, the Romulan, uh, well, gosh, I forgot the name already. And, uh, you know, she's, she's in the series. So they've got a nice cast, a very young cast. They're doing a lot of nice, uh, neat stuff. So definitely check out Electron Blade.
2: Uh, have you been asked to be a part of it?
0: Well, you know, mentioned it, but I'm, you know, once again, I'm over here, Yeah. you know, and he's over in the snow and it's, you know, definitely, uh, you know, it's a new universe. It's a younger. You know, I'm not as young as I used to be. So, um, but if, you he, know, asked you, oh, you if he asked you, if you were over me, there, I would go play a. You know, I'd play a slug if he asked me. You know,
1: <laughs> maybe they need somebody to play the lazy American cop in that movie.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, is it wouldn't be the first time I played that role. Uh, so that's uh, I played. I played the cop. You know, I must have played a cop at least uh, six, seven times. In different films, you know. So I think that's part of the reason why he wanted me as a Captain. I got that face. I kind of got that like cop face. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> well, I, if we don't have anything else, then uh, uh, Bill, would you like to to uh, uh, send us away? Uh,
1: absolutely. Uh, that's all of our time for today, kids. Thank you for tuning in. Like and follow us on Facebook. Check us out on the iTunes Store or in Google Play. Um, we'll be back uh, with new episodes and new uh, guests as the the year progresses. I want to give a special thank you to uh, Paul Lang for joining us. Thank you, guys, for having me. Thank you, Paul. And uh, thank you to Adam.
2: Oh, of course.
1: And I am Bill Allen, a.k.a. The Guy in the Red Shirt, and this has been The Final Frontier, a Treksphere production. Tune in next time as we put right what once went wrong, hoping each time the next leap will be our leap home.